This is a podcast from Rover. On the line is Nastasia, and uh, Nastasia <laughs> has a story for us. Um, you've been put off something for life. Now, talk us through this. Yeah, that's right. What was it? I was at a dairy with my dad. I was nagging him to buy me lollies, and he finally gave me. He was like, fine, just take a lollipop, whatever. Um, I took it, and I was really enjoying my lollipop, and then all of a sudden I kept saying to my dad, my tongue is burning. And he was just like, shush, you wanted the lollipop. Don't complain now. Mm. Um, and so I stuck my tongue out, and my tongue was like black. It like had something weird on it. And my dad's like, what the heck's on your tongue? And as we turned the lollipop around, there was a whole cockroach cooked <coughs> into the side of the lollipop. Oh, cooked into oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Did you get one of those bug lollipops or was that not meant to be no. there? No. No. no, it was not meant to be there. Oh! Like it was, it was like a, like it's supposed to be like a cherry lollipop or something like that. <laughs> oh, that is wrong. Did you start growing heaps of extra legs and get an exoskeleton <laughs> after that? And you, did you like gain the ability to live through nuclear wars and stuff? <laughs> oh, oh no, honestly, I can't even deal like seeing a cockroach <laughs> these days, let alone eating one as a child. <laughs> I'm sure you're not really into lollipops much either. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't even remember the last time I had a lollipop now that you mentioned yeah, that. Don't yeah. blame you. Ooh. Well, that would definitely put me off for yeah. life. Thanks, Nastasha. Thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. All good. There we go. Imagine that. That is just wrong. <laughs> First tasting it, hey? Oh. <laughs> that leads us to this question. What put you off for life? Yeah. And I'm sure you've got, a, got an answer for this. You can text us if you like to 559. And we could be talking about anything here, couldn't mm. we? Absolutely anything. Yeah, it doesn't anything. have to be food. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be the, maybe you went on a cruise ship and decided you got seasick the whole way and yeah. decided you're never doing that again. That's or, right. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe there was a guy you kissed and you decided that's it, I'm now into girls. I don't know. <laughs> Send your text to 559. <laughs> uh, what happened to you and your husband, Michelle? Uh, so we went into Valentine's Day, our third date, and some child vomited right in front of us. Oh. Oh, dear. Like, right in front of us. That is... <laughs> Not oh, pleasant. So uh, while you're waiting in the line to fill up your plate with a lot of delights. Mm. No, no, it was actually before we even walked in the door. Oh. <laughs> we oh were God. just waiting to get in line to um, go through. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the child right there in front of us. It's lost it, yeah. yeah. Not oh, nice. Literally. Um, <laughs> pleasant. Oh, dear. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for being part of the show. Rachel and Tauranga, uh, what put you off for life? What was it? Uh, so, yeah, one, one situation actually put me off two things for life. So I'll never have a real Christmas tree again, and um, I'll never have a jug that I can't see through. So I've always got a glass jug now. Okay. Um, uh, for, let's go back to the Christmas tree first. Why won't you have a Christmas tree, <laughs> a real Christmas tree? Well, so we, we brought home our nice real Christmas tree and put it in the bucket and went to <laughs> fill up the bucket with water to keep it alive as best we could. And obviously during that time, without us knowing, a wetter fell into our jug. Um, so over the next couple of weeks, the coffee started to taste really bad. Oh. Um, I started oh. to feel quite sick. <laughs> and then one day, I poured just plain water out of the jug into, into a pot and thought, hmm, it looks a bit rusty, what's going on? Oh. Opened the jug to find a very boiled wetter in there. So, um, yeah, <laughs> needless to say, glass jugs from here on out and fake Christmas trees. Oh. That is revolting. <laughs> how many cuppers? Uh, boiled how many, how boiled many... wetter juice is not nice. Oh, my God. I mean, it would have been sanitary if it was boiled, but still gross. Um, yeah. How many yeah. cu- how many cuppers do you reckon you had out of that, Rach? Oh. 
Oh, it would have been a good couple of weeks there, so yeah, a lot. A lot. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Yeah. You poor Definitely thing. started to feel quite sick over that time. <laughs> JJ and Flinny. More FM. JJ and Flinny's Toy World Santa Tour. Thank you so much, Toy World. We are going on tour with Santa and bringing him to you so you can get your family photos this year and not pay a cent. That's right, and it's really expensive to get photos with Santa at the malls and stuff, so come to us, and we'll do it for free with the most amazing Santa around, starting Monday in Invercargill and making our way out the country for two whole weeks. Uh, Speaking of Toy World, we wanted to know what are the hot toys that kids will be wanting for Christmas this year that Toy World's got in stock. Philip Bramley, the Wellington Toy World store's owner. Philip, what are they this year? What are the kids after? (laughs) Well, it's what what they want from Santa, isn't it? The World's Their Oyster. There's a huge range available this year, but this year particularly there's a couple of key items people seem to be asking us for. One of the key ones is Squishmallows. Yes. Yeah, and it's young, old, Gen Z, they're all after Squishmallows. Are they good, well-priced? What are they, What are we looking at for a Squishmallow? Well, the little, the, the, the little clip-on ones are less than $10. Okay, so, good. And then away you go right up to the big snuggly ones that are uh, a little bit more. Yep. Uh, they're certainly the hottest toys for Christmas. And uh, what, about, what about for boys, uh, Philip, this year? Boys have been a little bit driven by uh, the movies, as, as it always is. We've got the old favourites like Hot Wheels and Construction with Lego and all of those sort of things. But the other thing this year has been Pokemon, a real resurgence of Pokemon with the gaming mm. and all of that kind of thing. And also with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, with the movie that we've had this year as well. What about outdoor games and stuff you can do outdoor with the family? Have you Obviously, you've got a lot of that stuff. Any, any one of those that sticks out? Some of the new items from Zuru. There's the new um, lots and lots of bubbles. It's a giant bubble maker and awesome. bubble fountain. And plus all the water guns all have a skin on them. So they've got all sorts of graphics and uh-huh. all sorts of different amazing things all over them. What are the, what are the girls after this year, Philip? Um, the girls, again, the Squishmallows that we spoke of at the beginning have been really, really strong for girls. But also LOL, the LOL dolls with the little capsule ball. Yes. They've been really, really strong for us as well. They continue to grow. OG, our generation, the 18-inch doll for young girls. It becomes their best friend. Um, and all the fantasy play that goes with it. And, of course, talking of movies, as I said last time, Barbie. Everything that you can imagine in Barbie is is available. Final question. What have we missed that's right up there? Without wanting to get into the cost of living crisis and all of those sort of things, but it's time for many families to refocus on some of those core things, a family game, some construction with Lego, slip and slide, pole tennis. People are looking for things to do as a family, and they're looking for things that are unplugged, you know, that don't require screen time, and they can do together. Philip, absolutely love that. Philip Bramley, uh, owner of Wellington Toy Worlds, thank you so much for your time. Very exciting times, and we can't wait to get on the road supported by you guys next week. Looking forward to seeing you in all our locations around the country. Beautiful. Cheers, Philip. I love the stuff you can do with the fam. I love the slip and slide, JJ. Timeless. Oh, my God. The pole tennis, all those things. Absolute classic toys that never go out yeah. of fashion. Yeah, like a, like a board game if it's bad weather over the holidays. So all these things, amazing. JJ and Flinny. More FM. We've got two elves on the shelves who live at our place. There's uh, Bella, my daughter. Mm. Now hers is, uh, hers is called Buddy. Okay, Buddy's been in, uh, living with us for a few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's Alex's. Alex is only a couple of years old. And his is called Flame. Yep. Now, Buddy and Flame, like all the other elf on the shelves in New Zealand, they just hang out in the air, usually in the cupboard with all the Christmas decorations, or maybe sitting in the bedroom, just, <laughs> you know, minding their own business. But in a couple of nights, guess what? what? This is their time they come alive, and they start being naughty. 
What they are start they doing for? little little things each night. What's the purpose of Elf on a Shelf? Well, the purpose is uh, because basically it's it's a, it's a countdown to Christmas, and Elf on a Shelf is almost like a connection to Santa in the North Pole. Now, your Elf on the Shelf, you can get girl ones and boy ones these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Um, they when you're asleep at night, they do naughty things like they might do something funny, like they might put glad wrap over the toilet seat and like be peeking over, or mm-hmm. they might. You know, and they might be playing a sports game with a Barbie, all set up on the bench. They could be doing anything, even at even at our place. Got my turntable. Hmm. One morning last year, a few nights out from Christmas, uh, we got up. Alex and Bella got up with us, and uh, we saw that Buddy and Flame, our two elves, were just spinning around and around and around on the turntable. And they've been spinning all night. They must have been bloody dizzy, I tell you. <laughs> I thought the elf was supposed to keep an eye on the kids to make sure they were good. Uh, that's the other reason they're there, yeah. Oh, right. But, the, but the, you know, the main sort of fun with it is that they do a, a funny adventure every night in December. And want to know what have elves on the shelves done at your place? Because other elf on the shelves might be listening at other people's houses, JJ, and getting ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Karen, what about your elf on the shelf? What did they do last year? Well, um, Naughty Elf got, um, got Elsa from Frozen, the oh, Elsa yes. doll, and yes. he tied her to the railway tracks. There's a train running around the bottom of the Christmas tree. Oh. <laughs> and he tied her to the railway tracks. Yes. But the next night, she got her own back, and um, the elf got frozen what? in a block of ice. I'm like, actually, was he actually frozen? Yes. Wow. <laughs> he had been, That'll teach he'd him. Been, he'd been, yes, put in a glass of water and put in the freezer. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he was sitting in a block of ice. I like morning that. With his head sticking out. Revenge. Revenge. Thank Very you. good. Karen, thanks so much. And uh, looking forward to hearing about your elf adventures, you know, leading up to Christmas. Keep in touch, all right? Okay, thanks. Bye. Beautiful. Okay. What about your little elf on the shelf at your place? What do they do? What have they done? We want to know about their funny adventures, naughty things they've done, hilarious things you've woken up to. Kylie, uh, how many how many elf on the shelves have you got at your place? We have got two elves. We've got a boy and a girl elf. Oh and yeah, naughty as. Oh, what, what's their what's their names? Oh, well, their names seem to change each year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair, fair enough. What did they get up to? What are the, some of the things they got up to last year? Oh, last year they managed to fill up a bath with taco chips. <laughs> oh, how full! How full! Note for my girl, too full, right to the top. Oh my goodness! <laughs> my little girl was mortified because somehow the bath had to be cleaned the night before, and then they'd gone and filled the whole bath up with nacho chips and left a note for her saying, "Have a spectacular day." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing! That's cool. Good I idea. That idea is so good. Um, yeah. Kylie. They've done other naughty things as well. They like managed to wrap the whole car up with wrapping paper one year. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. They do some. <laughs> so y- the grand finale last year was um, on Christmas Day. They managed to wrap the car and the boat up with glad wrap and left a note on the boat saying, It's a wrap. That's so amazing. They do some large-scale things at your place. I'm very impressed with your elves, Kylie. Very cool. Uh, Very cool. Kylie, do you want to take the kids to the movies over the holidays? Oh, my gosh, I'd love to. Okay, well, I've got your family pass to see our must-see movie, Trolls Band Together, that opens tomorrow. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. No worries. Kylie, you're awesome. You'll be able to sneak the elves in for free, I reckon. 
Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Kylie. Thanks so much. And that is uh, just some ideas for all the other Elf on the Shelves who might be mm. listening. Because I know they, they do have ears mm. and they're about to come into life. So that was for all the Elf on the Shelves. Little ideas for them just leading up to December the 1st. Love it, love it just like This week on Parfum Investigates, we all love staying in hotels, little getaways with the hubby and living it up. But what are the most stolen items from Kiwi hotel rooms? It's time to find out, and here is your host, Paul, the hotel hound dog. Flee! 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 <laughs> what are the <laughs> what are the most stolen items from hotel rooms in New Zealand? Now we've got a hotel worker. They didn't want to be identified because they still work there and don't okay. want to get in trouble. Yeah. So uh, let's go to this. We've changed their voice a little. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Okay. So I work in a five-star hotel in Auckland, and we've had a lot of things stolen over the years. Most common things being towels, obviously robes, um, slippers, even like the batteries from the remote controls. I mean, we've also even had silverware sometimes stolen, like the forks and the spoons in the room. Wall art. We've stopped hanging art in some of our rooms because they just get taken. We've even had one guest steal the bottom sheet off the bed, but we managed to contact them because it was very obvious. Um, Could you guys please encourage people not to steal from hotels because it's actually such a pain for our teams. And remember, we have all of the details of the people that stay, so it's really easy for us to track it back to who took it. And sometimes it's obviously by mistake. I mean, I can understand sometimes accidentally taking a pair of slippers, but a lot of the times it's not. Okay, there we go. That's uh, a, a hotel worker who wanted us to change their voice. They, um, the thing is, though, wall art. What? That is a <laughs> weird thing to, to take. They're going to know it's you because it came out of your room. What do you, how do you think that, you're going to get away with that's it? That's what I... That is so weird, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Like, why would you steal anything anyway that doesn't belong to you? I just don't understand people who steal. No, no. Sorry, I have this thing about that. No, just, no, fair call. It's one of my biggest hates in life. It's not nice. Thieves. No. Thieves and liars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Your, take the toiletries if you must, because they're complimentary. You could have yeah. used them anyway. And the slip, Leave the, w- the, the free wall sli- up behind. Yeah, exactly. The free slippers are all right, though, because they put them in a little bag for you. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I don't even know, but... I'm pretty sure. They're anyway. not that comfortable anyway. Why would you want to take them home? They're um, crap. Oh, they're not, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else, have you worked in hospitality like hotels or, or even retail or anything like that? What is something very strange that someone's stolen? What is something very strange that you've noticed or know that someone's stolen? Love your stories. Melissa, you used to work at a bar in London. What did people take from there? Uh, so on a really busy Saturday night, um, we didn't notice, but the, the next morning there was this massive pot plant with a palm-type plant in it that took about three of us to, to shuffle along the floor if ever we needed to move it and it had just disappeared to some I don't know how many people it took to actually get it out but it was just not there anymore oh that's crazy how people get away with that and that's just they're just being a nuisance too like they don't actually want it do they Melissa they would have been trying to be oh. funny to their mates really oh it would have been it would have been about the size of like half a 200 litre drum god oh, almighty no, it was Goodness. enormous yeah, yeah. oh so dear Oh, thanks, Melissa. Thanks for being part of the show. Really appreciate it. Let's go to Ruakaka now to Holly. This is your home garage. What did someone take from there? Well, 
Um, we used to have a whole lot of photos and stuff up in, in our home bar, and um, there was a picture of me playing the bass, and this yeah. chick came around with some of her mates, and I kind of noticed it was missing, and I was like, yeah, it's like a strange thing to go missing. And then um, she messaged me going, oh, I've got your picture. I was like, okay, why? What? And she goes, um, and then hung up. <laughs> And then anyway, she ended up coming back a couple of weeks later and placing it back where it was. How and I kind of, I never found out why she took it. She goes, oh, it ended up in my bag, and I thought it, I thought it was really cool. And I think she might have been, might have had a bit of a crush. I don't know, but I just thought it was real strange. <laughs> <laughs> so you reckon she might have had the hots for you? So she took a photo of you playing the bass guitar. Probably, maybe. Probably. She did sound like a bit of a dude, so <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Love it, Holly. Thanks for being on the show, man. People steal some weird stuff. Uh, Crazy. Paul, finally, Paul in Fielding, your dad used to work in five-star hotels, and what did he sort of notice? Oh, hang on, hang on. Just uh, walk to the left a tiny bit and carry on because you're just breaking up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through a black spot. Okay. Oh, fair enough. So what did, what did he notice there, Paul? Um, well... Yeah, in the Park Royal in the early 90s, um, we had regularly, you know, um, Bibles being stolen. We always thought it was very funny <laughs> oh. how great these people are to read the Bible, but we were stealing them. Exactly. When you're not supposed to be a thief when you're a good well, Christian person, are you? whole idea, isn't it? You're not <laughs> supposed to do that sort of stuff, yeah. Maybe, maybe that section wasn't in there. That should not steal. Yeah, no, thou shalt not steal. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Paul. Um, this this one from Jen on the text. Hi, guys. I had a coffee shop in Christchurch years ago. Had pictures taken off the wall, salt and pepper taken off the tables. Once a chap put one of my lovely placemats inside his magazine, I chased him across the square. <laughs> For a placemat. Shake him up. JJ and Flinny. More FM. Okay, so your mum, Robin, who uh, loved dearly, absolutely love her, and she's very popular. Because her Christmas movie reviews are, are going big, so text review right now to five five nine if you want to hear all her previous ones. <laughs> review or reviews will work as well. Yep. Uh, but here is today's JJ's mum. What's the latest movie you've watched, mum? Best Christmas ever. I watched that just before you give your review. I thought it was pretty cool, actually, Robin. What do you reckon? I did too. Yeah, yeah. What's it about? Two couples get together, if you like, for Christmas. Um, they've got children, and the children don't believe in Santa. And it was just a good sort of movie, really. Oh, yeah. And there's a bit of jealousy between the couples and stuff going on, isn't there? And they sort that out on the end, Robin. <laughs> yes, they was. Yeah. <laughs> we are friends. We were friends. No, we are friends. I want you to stay. So it's salvageable? Everything is salvageable. Things won't happen unless you believe they can. And yeah. Jason Biggs is yeah. in it, the guy from American Pie. Do you ever see American Pie, Mum? No. You haven't seen American Pie when the, <laughs> the boy gets caught by his dad doing something to a pie. You haven't seen that? Huh? Jim? It's not what it looks like. <laughs> Probably wouldn't enjoy that one, I wouldn't think. Mm. <laughs> this movie's on Netflix. It's readily available for everybody. How many stars <laughs> do you give it? Hmm. Um, I would have to give it about a four and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. What? Yeah. Best Christmas ever. I gotta say now, don't want to bring the party down, but I watched it last night and I thought it was meh. <laughs> 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 oh, whatever. It's all good. We're all different. That's Thanks, right. Mum. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. 
There we go. That's Robin's review. Best Christmas ever. I disagree, JJ, but I'm a real sap when it comes to watching things. I love soppy things and, you know, that lovely Christmas ending and the couple, you know, they sort their problems out and then they're friends with their friends again. That's and every Christmas movie there is. That's okay. The same plot line. Well, oh, maybe. I'm not doing these reviews, eh? <laughs> JJ and Flinny. More FM. And as Christmas approaches, I know a lot of people with pets are trying to get them into catteries and dog um, kennels and yes. pet friends to look after them. But there's a word, a term now called pet paralysed. And that's when you can't go anywhere because of your pet for whatever <laughs> reason. And it might be that your pet needs medication five times a day and you're the only person who can give it to them. Yes. Or as my neighbours had, their cat went missing just about a week before Christmas and they cancelled their holiday because, Aww. you know, they couldn't dare, they couldn't go away without knowing where the cat was. Well, they'd be worrying the whole time, would wouldn't they? Back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So why are you pet paralysed? You can send us a text to 559 or call 0800 more FM. So many texts coming in already. Uh, Megan and Lumsden, what about your sheep? Yes, yeah, so I'm a lifestyle, i got to be lifestyle block in Lumsden and um, I had my last hogget lamb just uh, last weekend and she had a beautiful set of twins but unfortunately she only wants one so I'm stuck feeding a beautiful little boy lamb over Christmas. Oh, she said she's rejected that one so you have, to, you have to take over. Yes. That's oh. yeah. sad. Is yeah. that normal? <laughs> Is that normal? Oh, some, sometimes it is with hoggets, yeah. So, um yeah, they can be a bit funny having their first um, first lambs, but yeah, okay. unfortunately I'm stuck with this wee lamb. Is it like a hormonal sort of thing? Like, could you, you know, bring the baby sheep, baby lamb back later, and she'd take him back or no? Nah? No, you could persevere <laughs> and try and make him make yeah. him take him at the time, but um, it was a cold, wet night, so I thought, ah, oh, it's easier to take him in and put him in the shed and oh. and look after him. So, oh, you're lovely, yeah. aren't you? You got to do what you got to do, don't you, <laughs> Megan? You know. Wow. That's right. Yeah. I'm yeah. oh, good on you, mate. Hey, thanks so much for being part of the show. It's very interesting, too, actually. Even sheep yeah. can be crap parents, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't want you. Off you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 800 more FM. Why are you pet paralysed? Why can't you go away? Nikki, are you pet paralysed? What's going on with you? Yeah, well, I'm, you know, there's places you can go that are pet friendly, but when they say pet friendly, they don't mean three medium-sized dogs. Ah. Um, so, yeah, and I do, I, I range everything around what I can do with my dogs. So so, you, so you've actually uh, adopted some, some puppies recently? I have. I volunteer for Saving Hope, and one of my – I've always had two dogs, and my old girl passed away, and I took my boxer into Animates just before Christmas last year, and she connected with this puppy and everyone's convincing me I need to adopt her. So I did. Um, and then four months later, I really fell in love with a puppy that I'd seen a lot at Saving Hope HQ. And he was from a litter that had been dumped. And he and his, one of his sisters were really sick for quite a bit. bit. Yeah. And I really missed him when he went out to foster. Aww. And so I ended up having to apply for three dogs oh <laughs> to have more than two in the oh urban area. But it sounds like it sounds like you get so much love out of them, Nikki. So yeah, I mean, you don't really mind being pet oh, paralysed, yeah. do you? You know? No, I don't. I prefer yeah. dogs to people, to be honest. A lot, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thanks for being part of the show. Let's go to Christchurch to Leanne. Tell us about your cat. Um, we've been pet paralysed for five years. Yeah. Why is that? Um, my husband, um, who hated cats, he's a <laughs> man's man, farmer, ex. <laughs> Fishman hated them with a passion. Five years ago, I was out of work and a bit bit low, so I went and got her for me. 
five years on, she is his best friend. <laughs> we haven't been away in five years for more than two days <laughs> because no cattery is good enough. <laughs> I booked I booked five star catteries to go look at, yeah. and he'd come up with an excuse to not go. That oh is quite cute. God, it is. It is pretty cute. But now you're like, oh, the relationship is amazing because he's not a social person, and she yeah. is his dog. She rolls over, he rubs her tummy. She comes when he calls. Yeah, I th- and I think that's that's dead right. For a lot of people who are a bit more introverted and not so social, I think you know a, a cat or a dog can be a ma- the best companion for them, can't they? Yeah. He swore that she wasn't allowed on our bed. Yeah. Oh, now, no. if she's not on our bed at two a.m. in the morning, he goes looking for her. Oh my uh, god, that's so funny. It does uh, remind me of my ex because he didn't want a dog either, and uh, then I think he just ran out of. Ideas for presents, because on my 40th birthday, <laughs> he gave me a dog uh, lead. And, well, now he's like best friends with my dog. Exactly. And my dog mainly lives with him. So. <laughs> that is cute. Hey, yeah, they're both cute stories, Leanne. Beautiful thanks. To watch. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being part of the show. And uh, good luck getting some space on that bed tonight, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See ya. See ya, mate. Oh, I love it. Okay, what's coming up in uh, Can It Get Any Weirder? Oh, my God. A dog. You're going to love this, Flinny. This, flin- this story is going to tickle you okay. in ways you haven't been tickled before. <laughs> a dog with an Italian accent has gone viral. <laughs> yes, you did, right? This is the kind of thing I love. You know this. Yeah, and you it's coming this. up. You'll hear it for yourself. <laughs> Can it get any weirder? Let's see if it does. Weird. 21 countries took part in the inaugural Spogomini World Cup in Tokyo last week. Sorry, spogami it is. Yes. It means sport and trash picking in Japanese. So there were teams of three who went to the streets of Tokyo and they had to grab as much rubbish as they possibly could within an hour. (laughs) And you won't believe it, but the UK won the title. Across two 45-minute sessions, they collected about 60 kilos of rubbish. Nice. Uh, The second World Cup will be held in Tokyo in 2025. It's a real thing. That's what we're doing now for a sport. We're picking up rubbish. Okay, well, that's good. Yep, so we should. If it helps, that's good. Weird. A husky called Aaron has gone viral on TikTok (laughs) for speaking in an Italian accent. His owner's Italian, so it's not really a surprise, apart from the fact that dogs have accents. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rispondi a questi cattivi Eh bravo ma che vuoi Diglielo ah, Che sono cattivi Dici tutti Siediti fai vedere quanto sei E eh, vai siediti <laughs> I knew you'd like that Flinny According to the American Kennel Club Huskies can because they're very smart animals Huskies can over time Learn to mimic the way that the owners talk out of all the dogs that could talk, a husky would be it. That's the best story you've had on any of these so far. I don't know why I love it so much. I just do, all right? Weird. Well, I don't know. This, this is the weirdest one for today, though. Colin Blake and his wife were on a cruise ship celebrating their 35th anniversary when his toe swelled up and turned purple. Oh. The onboard doctor told him a Peruvian wolf spider had bitten him and laid eggs inside his toe. Ooh. Now, the doctor cut his toe open and all these spider eggs just poured out. Oh. Four weeks after his holiday, he had to go back to the doctor because one of the eggs 
had hatched into a small spider and it was stuck underneath his skin. Oh, yucky. It was removed and Colin chose not to keep the dead spider when asked by the uh, surgeon. No thanks. And I apologise for not giving you a warning about that story. Wow. Even I'm gripping the desk as I tell it. Ooh, <laughs> I did not make this crap up. You can see this and the video of the dog with the Italian accent. You can text WEIRD <laughs> to 559. I'm going to go and see that dog very shortly after this. Imagine Dragons at Thunder with JJ and Flinny. You're on Moore FM. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, wanna let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and wanna 